Exodus chapter 36, verse 1. And Basilel and Aholiab shall work, and every wise-hearted man in whom the Lord hath put wisdom and understanding to know how to work all the work for the service of the sanctuary, according to all that the Lord hath commanded. Now it's going to talk about what Basilel and Aholiab are going to do. Basilel's name means he who works in the shadow of God. God will overshadow him so that he has the wisdom and the understanding to create all the things needed for the tabernacle. And also it's interesting because he is chiefly in charge of all of the furnishings that are inside the tabernacle and the priests ephod and linens and everything. God is going to dwell there inside the tabernacle right in between the cherubim of the Ark of the Covenant. But it makes sense that Basilel's name would be he who is overshadowed by the Lord, because all of the furnishings in the temple, in the tabernacle, are literally overshadowed by the Lord, because the Lord's presence is there above the Ark of the Covenant, and when he hovers as a cloud over the tabernacle, and as a pillar of fire by night over the tabernacle, his presence is shadowing over all of those furnishings that are inside, which includes the showbread table, the ark itself, the perfume table, and the candlestick. Basilel is going to make the things that are overshadowed by the presence of the Lord. Aholiab's name means tent of the father, and Aholiab is chiefly in charge of making the, the tabernacle itself, the actual boards and the curtains and the drapery that is going to create the poles that's all going to create the outside courtyard and the tabernacle on the inside. Both of their names refer to the literal things that they're going to be creating. Two, and Moses called Basilel and Aholiab and every wise-hearted man in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, even everyone whose heart stirred him up to come unto the work to do it. In addition to these two men, Moses is also calling all the other men who know how to create things for the temple. 3. And they received of Moses all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of the sanctuary, wherewith to make it. And they brought yet unto him free will offerings every morning. Every morning, the people of, of the 12 tribes are bringing in gold and linens and badger skins, brass, and all the things that are needed. And all these men who are working on the tabernacle are receiving all of these things. Four, and all the wise men that brought all the work of the sanctuary came every man from his work which they wrought. 5. And they spoke unto Moses, saying, The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded to make. All the men that are working on the different things of the tabernacle, whether they're working in brass or gold or linen or purple or scarlet or whatever, they're receiving the supplies and they finally come to Moses and go, Hey, I have way too many supplies to make what I'm supposed to make you know, make the people stop. They're giving us too much stuff. Six, and Moses gave commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, let neither man nor woman make any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing. Moses has cut it off and said, don't bring anything else. We already have enough material. And the people are not going to weave linen cloth anymore or anything like that. And they're not going to weave the material for the ephod and the breastplate because it's not needed anymore. Seven, for the stuff they had was sufficient for all the work to make it and too much. 
8, And every wise-hearted man among them that wrought the work made the tabernacle with ten curtains, of fine twined linen, and blue, and purple, and scarlet, with cherubim, the work of the skillful workmen made he them. They have images of cherubim, which is the type of angel who attends God at his throne. There's different kinds of angels, and the cherubim attend the throne of God. They have images of them on these cloths that are going to be made for the tabernacle to decorate it. And they have all these different colors. Now on the internet, there's all kinds of pictures that are renditions of what an artist thinks it might have looked like. I encourage you to go on the internet and look up pictures. It'll give you a really good concept of what it looked like. 9. The length of each curtain was 8 and 20 cubits, and the breadth of each curtain 4 cubits. All the curtains had one measure. That dimension of the curtains is about 42 feet by 6 feet. These are long strips of cloth. These curtains are going to be hanging vertically side by side, and they're going to be connected by loops and clasps on each side of each curtain. 10. And he coupled five curtains one to another, and the other five curtains he coupled one to another. So there's one group of five that are connected with the loops and the clasps, and then another group of five that are connected in the same way. 11. And he made loops of blue upon the edge of the one curtain that was outmost in the first set. Likewise, he made in the edge of the curtain that was outmost in the second set. Blue represents holiness, and that's why blue is used as one of the colors. White represents righteousness. Red represents the blood of Christ and the blood of the sacrifice. And purple represents royalty, the royalty of Jesus Christ and the Father. 12. Fifty loops made he in the one curtain, and fifty loops made he in the edge of the curtain that was in the second set. The loops were opposite one to each other. These loops have to be precisely aligned so that it'll all connect correctly and it won't be, won't be cattywampus. Everything has to be perfectly aligned. 13. And he made fifty clasps of gold, and coupled the curtains one to another with the clasps, so the tabernacle was one. 14. And he made curtains of goat's hair, for a tent over the tabernacle. Eleven curtains he made them. These are black curtains. God dwells in darkness. He is the light, but he dwells in darkness, which is very amazing concept. And you do know that space is black, basically. If we look at it, it looks black. And somewhere out there is God. The goat's hair is black, and it's one of the coverings of the tabernacle. In a previous chapter, it told us that it's weaved into thread, and then that is weaved into cloth. 15. The length of each curtain was 30 cubits, and 4 cubits the breadth of each curtain. The 11 curtains had one measure. These are about 6 feet wide if you go by the Hebrew cubit. They're more than 42 feet long if you're going by the Hebrew cubit. These are longer than the multicolored cloths that are used to adorn the tabernacle for the sides of the tabernacle. These are actually longer because they're going to go over the top and they're going to be staked in. They're longer than the white and multicolored cloth because they have to go straight out from it in a longer direction. So the multicolored and the white cloths are going to be going straight down to the ground. And then the longer cloths, which is like the goat hair cloth, is going to be stretched out kind of diagonally toward the ground. 16. And he coupled five curtains by themselves and six curtains by themselves. So there's a five group and a six group because one of them is going to be flapped over the back of the tabernacle. 
17, and he made 50 loops on the edge of the curtain that was outmost in the first set, and 50 loops made he upon the edge of the curtain that was outmost in the second set. 18, and he made 50 clasps of brass to couple the tent together, that it might be one. On the outside of the tent, there is brass clasps, silver clasps, and gold clasps. And the more inward you go toward the tabernacle and the Ark of the Covenant, the more precious the clasps. On the very inside of the tabernacle is gold clasps, and outside of that is silver. And the very outer edge of, of the courtyard, they're using brass clasps. Also, brass is used for the altar itself and all of the items in the courtyard that are needed to make the sacrifices. The sacrifices are not done on gold, they're done on brass. But inside the tabernacle, the furnishings, the showbread table, the perfume table, and the candlestick are all gold. The candlestick is solid gold. The two tables are made of acacia wood overlaid with gold inside and out. 19. And he made a covering for the tent of ram skins dyed red, and a covering of seal skins above. The ram skins are dyed red, but the seal skins are in their natural color. 20. And he made the boards for the tabernacle of acacia wood standing up. This tabernacle has multi layers of cloth over it. It has the beautiful linen and multicolored cloths that have the cherubims either embroidered into them or somehow added to the design. It could be that those colors are used to make the cherubim design. And then above that is the different levels of covering, the seal skin covering, the ram skin covering, and the goat hair covering. The boards are like the walls of the tabernacle and the tent. And the walls on the very inside are made of acacia wood. They're overlaid with gold. And then they have the cloth over that, over the, over the gold wall. And the walls are also panels that are fastened together. They're standing upright and they're rectangular shaped. They're standing vertical. 21. Ten cubits was the length of a board and a cubit and a half the breadth of each board. A cubit and a half is a little over two feet wide. And then the length, meaning ten cubits, is around 15 feet tall. It's about 15 by about 2 feet if you're going by Hebrew cubit. So these are really narrow strips of wood. 22. Each board had two tenons joined one to another. Thus did he make for all the boards of the tabernacle. 23. And he made the boards for the tabernacle. 20 boards for the south side, southward. The tabernacle is rectangular shaped. The long parts of it are on the north and the south side. The short ends of the rectangle are on the east and the west sides. So 20 boards on the south, 20 boards on the north. 24. And he made 40 sockets of silver under the 20 boards, two sockets under one board for its two tenons, and two sockets under another board for its two tenons. And I don't totally understand that because I'm not good at building and mechanics and all that stuff, but hopefully you understand it. Or you can look up a picture online and see what it looked like. 25. And for the second side of the tabernacle, on the north side, he made 20 boards. So 20 on the north, 20 on the south. 26. And there are 40 sockets of silver. Two sockets under one board and two sockets under another board. So these are sockets of silver that are at the bottom that hold the boards upright. So what's keeping the boards from falling down 
is these two sockets on each side of the bottom of each board. So if there's 20 boards on the south side, you're going to need 40 sockets to hold the boards upright, all 20 boards upright, which means the bottom trim of the tabernacle is solid silver sockets. 27. And for the hinder part of the tabernacle westward, he made six boards. Now, when it says hinder part, means back, the back side, which is the west side, because the tabernacle is always facing east. So the front side is the east and the back side is the west. There's six boards because the back side and the front side are shorter. There are only six boards across. 28. And two boards made he for the corners of the tabernacle in the hinder part. So the corners have boards. 29. That they might be double beneath, and in like manner they should be complete unto the top thereof, unto the first ring. Thus he did to both of them in the two corners. So these extra boards on the corners are reinforcement boards to make the whole structure more stable. 30. And there were eight boards, and their sockets of silver, 16 sockets under every board, two sockets. And so that's for the back end. 31. And he made bars of acacia wood, five for the boards of the one side of the tabernacle, 32, and five bars for the boards of the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the tabernacle for the hinder part westward, meaning the back end. The boards are vertical, standing upright, and the bars are horizontal, going from side to side to stabilize the whole structure. There's little loops on the sides of the boards on the outside, and then the bars get stuck through those loops to keep the structure from falling down and to keep all the boards together. 33, and he made the middle bar to pass through in the midst of the boards from the one end to the other. 34, and he overlaid the boards with gold and made their rings of gold for holders for the bars and overlaid the bars with gold. All of this is made with acacia wood and all of the parts are overlaid with gold. 35, and he made the veil of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen. With the cherubim, the work of the skillful workman made he it. It sounds to me like it's a design in the linen that's made with the blue cloth, the purple cloth, the scarlet cloth, and gold that's used in the cloth, all to make a design that looks like a cherubim angel. And it's on the screen covering. There's a screen on the door of the tabernacle. Then inside the tabernacle, there's a veil that separates the Ark of the Covenant from the perfume table. The veil mimics the screen. They both have the same design. And then in the door of the courtyard, the same design is repeated again. Three designs that are the same. 36. And he made thereunto four pillars of acacia, and overlaid them with gold, their hooks being of gold, and he cast them four sockets of silver. There's four pillars that are stuck inside four sockets of silver to hold them upright. These pillars are not going to be dug into the ground. They're going to be resting inside sockets of silver. This is just incredibly and just fascinating. God doesn't want his pillars stuck in dirt. 37. And he made a screen for the door of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen, the work of the weaver in colors, and the five pillars of it with their hooks, and he overlaid their capitals and their fillets with gold, and their five sockets were of brass. And that concludes Exodus chapter 36.